1: Well, hello and welcome to episode number 220 of Upener FM. I'm your gracious host, Chris Ducker, as always, and you are in the right place if you are an entrepreneur that is focused on building a business based around you, your personality, your experience, and those that you want to serve. And today, oh, I've got a real treat for you, a real, real treat treat for you. In fact, actually, I'm going to pull back the kimono a little bit, and I'm going to give you a sneak peek into one of our monthly chit-chat videos that only, usually, members of the Upreneur community get as part of their membership, and this one is a real goodie. I'm sitting down with my very good friend, Amy Porterfield. I know you're going to love it. However, before I hit the play button on that exclusive for you, just a quick reminder... Tickets are now on sale for the first ever Youpreneur Summit live event, which is going to be taking place in November 11 and 12. This year, 2017, in my hometown of London, England. It's something that we've been planning for quite some time. It's already something that I'm personally very, very proud of. And let me tell you, guys, we are bringing in the best of the best as our speakers when it comes to the personal, brand, entrepreneur, business landscape. And we have several of our Youpreneur members themselves gracing the summit stage to show you exactly how they've built their own successful businesses based around their personal brands. So this is it, guys. If there was ever a time for the listeners of this show to come together to congregate and make something incredible happen, it's now. It's with the Youpreneur Summit. We've already got people registered to attend from literally all around the world. So to get more information on the event, discover who the speakers are, and to secure your place, all you need to do is just head over to youpreneursummit.com today. I really hope to see you there. So on to my conversation with the one and only, the beautiful, the outstanding Amy Porterfield, who is not only one of my closest friends in the online business space, but also an incredibly successful entrepreneur in her own right. She started off many moons ago working for Tony Robbins. Yes, the Tony Robbins. She broke away, built out a great company, and now is a multi-seven-figure annual revenue business owner herself. Today, we sit down to talk all about creating and marketing your first online course. I know you're going to love this conversation with Amy. And again, this is an exclusive clip taken directly from a Upiner Community chit-chat interview, which we post Every month inside of the community, you can only get your hands on more like this with guys like Pat Flynn and Gary Vaynerchuk, Jay Beer, Joe Polizzi, and a whole bunch of other people if you head over and go and check out everything at youpreneur.com. But here's myself and Amy talking about creating your first online course. Cue that funky intro jingle. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to another Youpreneur Chit Chat video. This month, I'm joined with my very, very good friends, the beautiful Amy Porterfield. Well,
0: hello. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Good, thanks.
1: Now, I'm before we get going with the actual chat, we're in San Diego. Yes. This is your hometown. It is. And you have to buy me a drink. We're gonna, this is how we're starting the chat. Whoa, we're going there. We're going, going there. start, <laughs> yeah, right out the gate. We're going right out the gate. So, and, and, and I could tell this story, and I could do a really good job of it, because I like telling stories, but I'm just going to ask you to do it.
0: This is a little bit of a scandalous story. Scandalous. Okay. So, here's the deal. As you remember, we were at a bar in Portland. Yes. And we had had a few drinks. We were having a good time. That's
1: where we should stop. Probably. <laughs> but carry Probably.
0: On. But we keep going. Yeah. So there's this guy that came into the bar and he says, um, I've got this. You know, he showed me a tattoo he had. Right. And it was a scandalous word. Yes. On the inside of his lip. Yes. And like, I thought, like. Like inside, that. down here. It was okay. disgusting. Right. And I thought, that's the weirdest thing and the weirdest word to put there. Right. And so, as you remember, I said, Chris, if you can guess what word he has tattooed yep. in the inside of his mouth, you get three guesses. And if you guess, I will buy you a drink for life every time I see you. Yes. And somehow or another, you got the word. We are not going to repeat the word. It is terrible. But you got it. Now I owe you a drink for life. I go every it. time I see you. Which is
1: why I'm moving to San Diego. Yeah. Everybody. I'm literally moving to her street very soon. Um, so yeah, that's how we begin the chit-chat video.
0: Nice. That's how I love we're it. Do it.
1: So I wanted to talk to you today based upon mainly. Okay, so we'll talk demographic in a minute. I know okay. you know my audience anyway, yes. but let's recap. Experts, consultants, coaches, authors, speakers, people that are building a business based around their personal. Brand. Got it. Okay. So, the types of personality they are, what they stand for, their mission, the people they want to serve—that's their focus, their experience, and the whole kit and caboodle. Now, with you, you've—what I really love about you and your story is that you've kind of morphed. You've mm-hmm. pivoted several times in the in the time that I've known you. We've been friends what five years now, yeah. something like that. So at first you were just like the Facebook gal.
0: Yes. And
1: then you went into kind of like list building gal mode. Now you're in (laughs) webinar gal mode. But now really when I think about you, I think about you as someone who is genuinely serving people in a way where you're helping them build their online business.
0: Exactly. and I, I love I Yes, it? and I okay. love that you have, because I've worked hard to make sure I'm identified that way. So, right. So thank you. Well,
1: somebody, we, we, we did a, a private Youpreneur Mastermind the other day, and, and somebody said to me that when they think about me now, yeah. they think about me as the personal branding guy.
0: Which is great,
1: right? Because I don't want to be the VA guy right. anymore. Now, I'm not turning my back, and I know that you're not either mm-hmm. on Facebook or mm-hmm. anything like that, for that matter. But I, you know, I don't want to be known as a VA guy for the rest of my life. You know and what I, mean? I love
0: is that we're in an industry where we don't have to be known for no. anything. We can always make that pivot.
1: Right. And things change yes. fast. Yes. And we have to pivot to go with them as mm-hmm. well, right? Okay. So let's talk about how we can, you know, serving this audience, looking at how we're potentially building our businesses, mm-hmm. right? Where would you start now? If it, Let's say let's, let's, we'll build up a situation for you right now where... You've been, let's say you're a coach, and you've been in business a couple years. You've got a good web presence, but it's not amazing. But you've got a blog. Maybe you've got a podcast going already. Uh, You've got a couple of thousand people on your email list. How can we build that up so that we can 5x, 10x, 20x our income in the next 18 months?
0: So I'm a little bit biased, but I do think this topic that I'm going to talk about is really valuable for coaches, consultants, and really your entire audience in that I think if you've been working one-on-one trading dollars for hours for a while, or if you've been working with small groups, creating an online course could be a really amazing, valuable asset for your business. I love that. So I'm all about teaching, that's my latest program I'm working on, all about teaching people how to create an online training course that they can use again and again and again. So to me, anyone com- that would come to me and say, look, I've been a coach for a year or two. I love what I do. I love with the people I work with, but I want to scale. Right. That's what I would suggest. And you can't do it one-on-one. You cannot. I mean, you,
1: you could end up charging more. Right? Right and work with the same amount of people and make more money, but ultimately it's still not super scalable, because we all know it's, it's about true. volume at the end of the day.
0: Exactly, and when right. you want to build your business and build your brand, when you're only working with 10 people a year, that's really hard right. if you, let's say, increase your prices. So I really feel like an online course puts you on the map.
1: Okay, good. I agree with you, okay. 100%. So let's focus in on that subject, Okay. if that's okay with yeah. you. You're in the middle of creating the new program, putting it all together, it's right up here right yeah. now, so let's focus in. Where do we start with with our cook? It's so good. I didn't know we were going to go in this direction. I am so excited. But now I'm so excited. This is so good. Because I've been
0: sleeping, breathing, eating this stuff. So where you start is with validating. And our good friend Pat Flynn has a book all about this. He does. He does. Will it fly? Will it fly? And I talk about that in in the course that you've got to validate your idea. So I put together like a validation blitz where you create the blog post, you do the survey, you run some Facebook ads just to make sure you've got an audience that wants what you need. Right. So that's where we start, but let's pretend they already know, look, I know I've got the content that my audience would really want. Especially coaches and consultants, they know their audience really well because they've been in the trenches with them. Right. So they have a huge advantage. So from there, it's all about creating the content for the course and I feel like that's what so many people want to rush past because it's kind of heavy. So I believe you've got to create an outline from start to finish and you have to find a step or process or system or blueprint to put your content in because systems sell.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, absolutely, all right. So we know what we want to help people with, obviously based on experience, et cetera, et cetera, How do we start breaking it down into modules?
0: So what I say is there's four parts to it.
1: First, you sit down and do a brainstorm. Can I just say, I love you. (laughs) I love the way that she does this, man. Oh, my God. You're so great. Every single time I talk to you, you're like, it's a three-step process. It's a six-step process. I have a lot of step processes. It's a nine-step system. (laughs) Get your notepad out. Okay, go on. I might
0: have too many steps (laughs) in this program. I'm a little embarrassed about it. But that's how it makes sense in my head. So where are we at? Four steps. Four steps. First step is brainstorm, and I want you to do it for two days. You step away and walk back to it and kind of clear your head, but you are brain dumping your entire course because you know everyone's been thinking of a course in their head forever, right? So you get it all down into a Google Doc. Step two is you start to organize it. That's when you start to put it into possible modules and lessons and you start seeing some maybe bonuses or cheat sheets you want to include, but you spend a day or two just organizing the content, moving it around. The third step is you systematize, and you want to make sure that everything flows, because the best courses out there have a start, middle, and finish. Of course, right. Because you gotta get them to the results, right? And most people won't finish a course because they get lost in the weeds in the middle of it. So I say systematize it in terms of Finding the flow of your content as best as possible. Again, you're moving things around, you're seeing what you've missed, you're doing a little research, you're filling in all the holes. Okay. And then the final stage is enhance. And this is my favorite stage because you enhance it with cheat sheets, checklist, blueprints, swipe file, because some of the best courses have those little extras, as you know.
1: Right, so would you use that type of content then as bonuses on your landing page or as part of the promo or what? So
0: I think you should talk about it when you promote it. We'll talk about webinars, I hope. So with you and me. I think we can probably
1: (laughs) slip that into the conversation. So I think
0: the best time to talk about these amazing cheat sheets, checklists, and stuff like that that you have in the program is during your webinar. But one of my big bonuses is a course plan and that's like a cheat sheet so yeah that could be a bonus for sure so let's talk about that so once you have it fully outlined you go through the full four steps and I say take a full week it's so important to have your content outlined because now it's done I call it your content outline masterpiece this is your course if you do the work Okay. Okay. okay okay once you have it done now it's time to outline your offer and that includes what you're promising what the content is and you've already done that work yep your bonuses your guarantee and what you're going to offer in terms of support. Are you going, so let's walk, the, you want to walk the, through those yeah, real fast? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. So first, your promise. What is it that you're promising? What are the pain points you're solving? What are the results you're going to get people? Okay. You just got to get really clear there. Yep. Two, is it a system, a process, a blueprint? What, what is the content? We've already done that. Three is what does the support look like? So are you going to offer a private um, Facebook group or a forum? How often are people allowed in your program, which is really important, you know, the lifetime or one year, whatever that might be. You see that right
1: there, let's hit the pause button for a second, that right there I think is probably one of the biggest sticking points for a lot of people or procrastination buttons for a lot of people where they think, I don't want to, man, I don't want to be servicing people forever. Exactly. Like you can't, you you can't have, I, I mean, for me, the idea of lifetime scares the bejesus out of me. Yes. From a marketing perspective, from a guarantee perspective, and just from a management perspective as well. It's true. Have you ever done lifetime?
0: I have for my last few programs, and lifetime confuses me a little bit because okay. what does that mean? Till I'm 90? Right. Right? So I start to look at it as long as this program is being sold, you get access into the program. When I do not do lifetime is when I'm constantly having to update it like my Facebook ad stuff. Right. They only get one year because that is too much work. Yes. With a webinar course or a courses course, I don't have to update it all the time. No,
1: of course. Because, yeah. I mean, the best kind of content is evergreen anyway, You yes. know that, right? Okay. Okay, all right, so I hit the timeout button, go okay, back in. Okay, so it.
0: that was all about support. What kind of support are you going to offer? If you can offer some one-on-one or if you get active in that Facebook group, your va- the value of your program goes up goes instantly. Goes right up through the yeah. roof, right. The next one is bonuses, which you mentioned. So when you're outlining your offer, you wanna make sure you have some amazing bonuses. And bonuses should enhance what you've already created or make your student's life easier by fast-tracking them through the whole process. Small wins,
1: quick wins, yes, the whole deal. Yes, exactly.
0: Okay. Or like in one of the cases I did with this course, is the bonus is how to launch the course because that's not what the course is about. The course is about creating the content and putting it all together. Right. All the technology, all the outlines, all that good stuff. But I knew they'd want to also know how to launch. Right. So I made that part of the bonus.
1: See, I love that so much because I think that's where a lot of courses fail. They kind of show you how to do whatever you want to do, but they're not actually how to execute on exactly. it. Exactly. So my my question was going to be, you know, what kind of content? Uh, What kind of content should a bonus be focused around? And you've just answered it. It's something that truly does enhance the course itself. Yes, and
0: and really uh, locks in that they're going to get results because if they get results, you look amazing and you've got great testimonials. And they'll love you. Yes, and they'll buy for from life. you over
1: and over again. Exactly. Right, okay. So I think
0: bonuses are an important part of the offer. And then the guarantee. So what does your refund policy look like? How soon can somebody, you know, how? what's the refund period? And I've changed my tune on refunds. Yeah,
1: let's let's dig deep a little bit on yeah. this. Yeah, so curious. it
0: used to be 30-day refund, anybody gets a refund. And my refunds were around 10%, which, you know, is okay. I think industry is, oh, I ruined your pretty thing. <laughs>
1: as continuity he told me not to we had this with conversation
0: dang it i knew i'd have <laughs> to get so in there so good
1: and you know what i love about it is that you stopped and you commented <laughs> on it instead of just letting it go you stopped
0: i knew it, this thing uh, was important here okay so the guarantee i used to do 30 day bon- uh, right. 30 day uh guarantee 10%. no questions asked about 10% now for me
1: Knowing you the way I do in your stuff, yeah. the way I do, it's so high quality all the time. That surprises me that it, was it even at 10%.
0: So I, and that's a great point. I was, in, I have always been incredibly aggressive with my marketing. Right. I go out there, we spend tons of money on Facebook ads, right. so I'm attracting a cold audience. Right. So when I do that, I know I'm going to be around 10%, but okay. no longer. So then... When we came out with our thousand dollar courses, we decided we want to attract people only that are one hundred percent focused on getting results. Okay. No tire kickers are allowed. Right. So what we did is we did a sixty day money back guarantee if you jump through 20 different hoops to get there. You have to do Ah, the work. So like with my webinars course, you have to show me your entire slide deck, your recorded webinar, the Facebook ads you used. Like I can't get you results if you don't do it.
1: So your your guarantee basically says, I'll give you your money back in two months. Yep. If you've done all this. All of the work. And you're still not happy.
0: Yes, and you have to spell it out.
1: Okay, so how... How, I mean, do they literally need to send you slide decks yes. and recording links? So
0: we use a kind of like a survey software. you get people to work, work. For, their re-
1: for their refunds.
0: Yes. And there's like a that. software where they can upload all the screen grabs and everything like that. And we are at between 2 and 3%. I love that. Yeah. So I, I love it too because some people that try to get a refund right away, they're just afraid. They're scared that, oh, I just invested all this money. I can't do this. Right. I'm too new or whatever. Right. And we push them like, oh, you can do this. And then we never hear from them again. And right. then we, well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. Then we hear from them maybe three or four months down the road with amazing results. And like, the thank you. Is like, thank you for keeping us in the program. Right. So yeah. So just to recap, the outlining your offer means you've got your promise, your content, the support, the bonuses, and the guarantee. You wanna think about that when you're putting together a course.
1: Okay, love it. All right, what's next?
0: So from I'm, there, you know, I'm just going to let
1: you just keep talking because <gasps> oh this is what she does best. Everyone, he's oh testing me because
0: I need to make sure I know this stuff. Do
1: you remember? Let's have a quick pause for a second. Just breathe. Okay, just relax. I going to breathe. Do you remember when me and Pat did our live one day business breakthrough yes. in San Diego? Loved Was it, it last year? It feels like maybe before? two years ago. Yeah, I don't okay. know. Okay, um, and you came that day, and you sat, and we did like kind of like a live Q and A type thing with you in the audience yep. and the people at home online and all the rest of it. And I remember. That evening, when me and Pat were were back at his place and we were sort of decompressing after the day, and, we were there, and he was like, "You know, what was your favorite part? You know, what, what were you doing? Blah blah blah. You know, how do you feel?" And I turned around and I said, "I gotta be honest with you. Amy Porterfield just... I and we're friends.
0: Yeah, I was and I'm say, like, I'm like, yeah. I
1: can't not be around her and be blown away every that time. That
0: means the world to me. So thank you. You know
1: your content." Better than literally everyone I know. Like, it's one thing to have a great show, a good, a good podcast. right? It's one thing to have a great membership or a great course or whatever. But to be able to sit here and have you break down. And I know it's fresh in your mind because you're thank on it. But, <laughs> but, I mean, like, you blew everyone away that well, day. Well,
0: thank you. It was a yeah. lot of fun. I loved it. it. Was good. And that's a huge compliment. So okay. thank you. All
1: right. timeouts, Okay. The, the hot seat's back on.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm back on. So another thing most people ask with courses is, what should I price my course? What should I charge? Right. And I won't get into all seven steps because quite honestly, I don't know if I would remember them all right now, even though you just gave me a huge compliment, <laughs> but I'll give you just a few pointers about pricing. Okay. The first thing you want to do is get that offer together. So what we just went over, you can't ever ch- um, know what to charge unless you know what you're offering. Right. And you've probably heard it from your students sometimes, like, well, I've got this course. It's um, you know a week course about X, Y, Z. What should I charge? Like whoa, I, there's so many factors that right. are involved. So you want to take this part really seriously. So one, get clear about what you're selling, and two, you definitely want to look at the competition. I don't know about you, but I believe that if there's competition, thank goodness that is a great thing. Although it. it's
1: validation, validation on steroids, exactly, absolutely.
0: And so I always think it's a red flag if no one's doing what you're doing. You might be one of the chosen few that can bust out into a new market, but it's rare. Yeah. So if you have competition. What are they offering? What are they charging? And what are their students saying about it? Okay. So, I got a lot of feedback from other courses that are offered right now, so I can know what I need to change in order to offer even something better.
1: Yeah, pricing is a big issue. I mean, it, in the forums here with Insider Upreneur, we're always talking about pricing of products, everything from ebooks to membership sites, and you name it. Um, and I think overall, yeah. I think, and I don't know how you would agree with this or not, but I'm curious to see your, your feelings on this. I believe overall people vastly undercharge for their stuff. I What's think, your type?
0: I think that you're right, except that I hate when someone says right away, you need to be charging more before they know anything about the person's oh, market or industry. And I think that happens more often. I go into right. masterminds, and right away I'll say, okay, my, my um, product is 297. dollars Oh, you need to charge more. Right. You don't even know, know what, even I'm know what it is. Right, but right, But you're right. 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 When you dig deep, most yes. people are probably not charging enough. And I wasn't for a long time, so I totally get that. And here's something about pricing that I say in the course is that if you can get to premium Pricing, it's a whole different type of business. You attract people that are the go-getters, they've got skin in the game. So I do love premium pricing. Plus they
1: complain less.
0: And a lot less. Let's talk about that for a yes. minute, right? Low yes. price
1: product more sales, maybe, yes, Mm -hmm. possibly, Mm -hmm. very probably, yes. but more headaches, more refund requests. More
0: support tickets. Yes, you're right. right. So I do love, and I talk about that in the pricing, I do love the idea of premium pricing, when you make sure that you can offer 10 times the value of that. So definitely, Important and when you do charge premium pricing, two things I love to do: one, payment plans. Yep. So I think payment plans make a huge difference. I've done courses where I've launched them without payment plans and with, and I see a dramatic difference in sales. And two,
1: quantify dramatic. Uh, probably
0: thirty percent less sales. Okay. Yeah. So if I'm it's charging, a big. yeah, if you're charging a thousand dollars and you don't offer a payment plan, you're leaving tons of money on the right, table. Right. No doubt. Yeah. So I love a twelve pay, and I used to not love a twelve pay, but when we got the behind the scenes in order to manage 12 pays that didn't come through there's work you got to do yeah we make sure that if, if if it's 997 and there's a 12 pay it's 97 dollars a month so we're making more money on that to take care of all the extra work course, it's going to take of course so 12 pay three pay six pay but the ticket is don't offer a few different payment plans people get so confused and don't do anything one payment plan is my opinion
1: simple as that simple as so that. We, so, so you either go buy it for 997 or buy it for?
0: 12 pay, nine, 12 pays at ninety-seven bucks, and that's it. That's
1: it, no yes. other options.
0: And I really do believe the less options the better. Okay. Less headache for you, less choices for <laughs> your students. Now
1: I'm curious, when you're sales, how many of your people are buying it on payment plan and how many are buying it outright?
0: About 30% outright, the rest of them are on payment plan. How do you feel about that percentage? I love it because, I was just telling you off camera, I feel like all of a sudden I have a continuity program. Right. I used to never make money every single month. And when it's feast and famine on a launch, it's a scary feeling sometimes. Yep. And yep. I launch a lot. So now money's coming in every single month. And for me as a business owner, it makes me feel more confident yep. and secure. So yep. I actually love
1: it. I mean, I, you know my kind of feeling on it is that what, I'm, what I would be scared about, and, and, and I totally agree with you that there must be a payment plan, because you yes. are going to be leaving cash on the table, there's no doubt about it. But what do you do, I mean, what what happens four months in, five months in, maybe eight months in, where someone says, I can't afford to pay anymore, or I don't want to pay anymore? You've obviously got systems in place to make sure that, yes. you know, I mean, how do you handle that? Because so, they could quite easily just cancel a payment via their card or PayPal or you're something right. like that, right?
0: So we actually take this really serious, and this has evolved over the years, but we have a system where we send a series of letters, and then... It goes to collections. Wow! I know, and I. I, Amy Porterfield. And I'm such a nice girl, right? I know. Oh my (laughs) god! The reason I knew you were going to make a big deal about that. The reason we do collections now is, as you know, you put your heart and soul into that product, and I support my students from the very beginning to the very end. That is everything I've got right and so if they're going to think that they can just not pay then there's got to be some repercussions yeah, there. and I, we give them ample time to pay oh, I'm
1: sure you do I'm sure I'm sure you're not but, really yeah, horrible we, yeah.
0: but we do use collections now
1: that's interesting though, because I mean I know a lot of people online that 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 do that and they just kind of say you know six months oh you don't want to okay whatever you know.
0: yeah and but I kind of like the idea and,
1: and I'm more old school we're roughly the same age yeah I think I'm a couple of years older than you actually but like we're a little bit more old school in our mindset, I think. I think so, too. Like, and you I, don't you,
0: say you're going to pay something when, right. if you're not paying to. Pony up, too. baby. Yes. Pony
1: the hell up. Absolutely. I so. agree. Get your money. <laughs> Always get your money. All so, right. Okay. So important. Okay. So, so right. pricing. So pricing. That's, Go back.
0: That part, incredibly important. You want to look at the competition. You want to look at your offer. Don't make any decisions before your entire offers on the table and mm. you know what you're going to mm. give people. And then also look at premium pricing in terms of um, payment plans, and then I like two tier. So remember when I came out with the Profit Lab, I don't have the Profit Lab anymore, but that product was independent study and VIP. I love this. Yes, and this really helped with my pricing. I was nervous to come out with premium pricing because I'm nervous about charging too much. It's just part of my personality, I think. So what I did is I did 397 for independent study and 997 for VIP. VIP, big big chunk. chunk. Right. VIP got a private Facebook group with me for a specific amount of time. I think it was like, I don't know, a few months. I was in there all the time answering all their questions and I reviewed their entire social media marketing plan. So I personally would review it and make them a video. So I only allowed 100 people. Okay, so you limited it? Yes. Right, I like that, okay. And it sold out literally within the first few days. Okay. So to me, it was definitely high value, exclusive, a thousand dollars and then everybody else could get the independent study so okay. that really made people take action quickly if they wanted it yeah so the two-tier kind of eased me into premium prices so
1: scarcity I mean like we talk about it on and off all the time but I mean scarcity really does work whether it's yes. a limited time or whether it's a limited offer or if there's you know some sort of deal like you know there's only a hundred hundred people right once we hit it we hit it now the marketer that you are. Are you <laughs> are you tempted to kind of say, we've opened up another 50 slots? Okay. Or, so you know. let
0: me tell you about that because I hate when people do that. Oh, You know they're too. not being honest. Right. But I will say that one time that we did it, we um, opened it up and right away had 150 people sign up within like two days. And we didn't monitor it honestly, didn't monitor it right. So what I had to do is I had to open up a whole other private Facebook group which was way more work than I wanted to do. Yeah, because
1: otherwise it would have looked like. Yeah, it wouldn't
0: have been fair. I told people, only 100 people in the group and now I've got 150. So that, and I had to make a video about it and apologize. So I hate stuff like that. Right, right, so right. So next time I watched it closely.
1: Now that stuff can be automated, though, right? Where once you sell a certain amount of one product, yes, it, it should stops. have been
0: stopped. Right. Yeah, I just wasn't smart it was enough. Just, for yeah, that.
1: okay, all right. Well, I think you know the other thing also is is you know you're you you should be in. You should be focusing on content, and you should be focused on the launch right. and the and the marketing of that, and maybe not so much the behind the scenes yeah. stuff. So that's where the team comes into play. You know what I mean? So true. Okay, let's get back into it. Go.
0: Okay, so moving on from pricing. Yeah. After you got that figured out, you want to start thinking about your membership site, and you probably have tons of opinions about this, yeah. but. And when I teach it, I teach how you've got to have something that's going to house your courses. I use Wishlist. So Wishlist member is super simple with WordPress. Yep. Um, I love Zippy courses. Zippy course is another one. New Kajabi, what do you use? Rainmaker. Really? Yeah. I haven't explored that one. Yeah, Brian it's,
1: Brian Clark. And, and it's going well for you? It's going great. We love it. There was a little bit there was a, a few issues with the forum side of things. Mm-hmm. Where there was a little it was a little primitive. It was a but I mean it's all been updated and it's great. Nice. We love it now. Yeah.
0: So the whole thing with membership sites is you need to research it, find the one that works for you, and then don't get stuck in the right. technology. There's, there's
1: no perfect None. membership plugin. And or it's always setup, right? a little messy
0: at times, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think it's more mindset when you get into the membership site stuff than anything else, and you can get help and, and support along the way, but you have to push through it. This is where you separate those that are serious about making this happen and those that are just down. Yeah. Because the technology is where all my students get stuck. So we get into a lot of the stuff about membership sites because there's a lot of how to there. But actually I have to back up. I forgot one thing. Okay. Once you lay out all the content, you know what you want to charge, it's time to record your content. Yes. So you don't need to make a big deal about this. It could just be slides and audio, which I've been doing since two thousand and ten. I don't do a lot of video inside my courses, and I've never had a problem with that. But you
1: do have some of the most beautiful launch videos I've ever seen.
0: Well, thank you. So I spend more money on my launch video stuff than I do inside my course. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that and that's a good distinction for people to know. You don't need a lot of bells and whistles. ScreenFlow or Camtasia. So those are two recording softwares. Um, uh, Keynote or PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. And then get a good mic, Yeti yeah. mic for a hundred bucks. Yeah. So you've got to sit down and record it. And my biggest tip, two, two tips for okay. recording. One is do not record anything until you are 100% clear on your content. Yeah. Sometimes people like to record one lesson and then they'll re- right. make another lesson. Right. And then right. record that. And as you know, the flow gets totally Absolutely. off, right? Like, Absolutely oh, I should more. have said this in that video. You should
1: I mean, like for me, when I've done courses before, I've worked a week, maybe two weeks on getting all my material done. And, yes. set. and then I just do the whole thing in like one day or Ooh, two days. or something That's very like that. impressive. I don't yeah. do it that batch, quickly. Baby.
0: You're, you're really good batch. at batching where yeah. I'm not the right. best batcher. So yes, do all of the content and put it in your slide decks and then record. Yeah. And then when you're recording, get it on the calendar. Give yourself, let's say we're not as good as batchers as you, a full week that that is right. all you're doing is recording. So once you've got it, gotten it recording recorded, you go into your membership site, you start building all of that. Give yourself good two weeks to do so. I always say creating a course from start to finish, 60 days. If you give yourself 60 days, you can get it done. So you you do your whole membership site thing and then from there you've got some options. You could beta test if you want. I know not everybody does, but they love the idea of it. So you can get some people in there for free and go through it and kind of survey them to see what they think. And then my last tip I would say is to create a new member onboarding sequence. And this helps immensely with refunds as right, well. Right. So the minute someone joins your program, they should get a welcome email and remind them that they've just made an amazing decision because buyer's remorse is alive and well. And so they invest the money and think, oh, maybe I'm not right for this program. Right. So you reassure them with that first email and you give them their login details. From there, follow up every few days or once a week, however you want to do it, with emails that inspire more than anything else. You want to talk about the content and point out the important parts to pay attention to, the areas where you might go down what I call that entrepreneurial's rabbit hole where you get stuck. But more than anything, you've got this. You can do this and tell them stories of inspiration of other people because that's what most people are struggling with to get through a course. I just went through the whole thing, I had not planned on doing that.
1: Oh my God. (laughs) Okay, so to wrap up then, let's talk on one specific, uh, I I get, you talk about rabbit holes, this is a rabbit hole right here to wrap up. Do Do you open the doors, do a big launch?
0: Ooh, good question. And then
1: close them up? Good question. Or do you open, do a big launch, and then keep that baby open? keep the sales coming in for months and months and months and months, do you do that?
0: Great question, if I had just created my very first course I would use webinars cuz I told you we would talk about those. I was I would 100% use webinars to launch my course. And so my my entire launch would be around live webinars. I would have a start open date and a close date. So cart open, cart close. And I would do that for about 2 weeks. I would close the cart, get some people through the program, get all the cobwebs, you know, worked out anything that's kind of not working. And clean it up a little bit, and then I'd probably open it again for Evergreen just a few weeks or a month or so after. Be careful, though, of the promises. You cannot close the cart and say, this will not be open again for a year. Right. And then you're the jerk who opens it up three weeks, a month later. Right. What I did is I did a start to a a cart open, cart close with my webinar course. And then about a month later we opened it again, but this time you didn't get the same bonuses and we changed some things around. So it wasn't the exact same offer. Some people like to increase the price as well. You do this like promo offer in your first live launch. Right, right. But the live launch gives you so much feedback you'll never get with Evergreen. So that's what I would do.
1: Okay. I love it. We could go all day.
0: I feel like I talked way too fast. So I am so sorry, everybody, <laughs> if that was the case. I get we'll, going and we'll it have subtitles. We'll have subtitles. Please.
1: It's so good. Thank Um, you for having me. No, it's all my pleasure and everybody else's pleasure as well. I know that this is instantly going to become a hot topic in the forums right after this as well. You guys need to spend some time with Amy and what she's all about. AmyPorterfield.com, links to everything over there, am I right? Yes. And I just love spending time with you. I
0: do too. I love it. Thank you.
1: All right. And we'll see you next month, everybody, with another chit-chat video. Until then, take good care. Bye for now. So, there you have it. Oh, I hope you enjoyed that little inside scoop. Isn't she a smarty pants? She certainly is. You can actually watch the video version of that and all of the other monthly chit chats over at upener.com. I hope to see you joining up very, very soon. And don't forget, tickets to that upener summit of ours are still on sale as well. You can head over to upener to grab yours right now. And I look forward to giving you a handshake or a hug, whatever you prefer in London later this year. I'll see you next week. Until then, show notes over at chrisducker.com forward slash episode 220. Bye-bye for now.